Welcome to Jewish History with Rabbi David Katz, connecting the human side to Jewish history. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com. Hi, it's Wednesday. Um, Due to to feel a podcast. I don't really have anybody yet for the other one for the half tower. We'll see by tomorrow. Um, so today we're doing Mishpacha Stefanski. Thank them. And um, been, some people have been asking me to talk about Atachonin. It wasn't at the top of my list. But now I was uh, driving today. I actually went to Shiva House of a good friend of mine, uh, uh, David Sykes, who's teaching YU. And, um, anyway, a thought came to me, and that is, of course, um, I'm talking about Atachoni, which is a short paragraph in this monastery. The problem I imagine is that people don't know what Das means, and all these other terms, Atachoni, Lam Das, you know, there's Ashkenaz and Sparg. All my life I used to be Ashkenaz, now I switched to Sparg, so I'm all mixed up when I'm saying this stuff, but typically it's a Sparg. Right? And the other way, you say, But what do all those terms mean? They all mean knowledge, understanding. I mean, I know if you pay me, I could translate them all in English differently. You know, but what does it mean? That was a question. It's a perfectly valid question. Are you asking for IQ? Are you asking for understanding? Right? Now, this is actually... A difficult nut to crack. And I'll just take a few ideas. Maybe I'll return to some other time. But I just want to share with you an idea now that perhaps you'll find useful. And that is the following. First of all, I'll go with this Nusuf Sparat, like I do in these days. So you say to God, you gave us Das and Bino. And therefore, give me Chachma Bino Das, Chabad. Um, these concepts are biblical, of course. Uh, the, the Mishkan is built right? Remember, it says something like So three types of das. Now, I can guarantee you, every commentator and his brother is going to give his own nature. You know, what's the difference between chachma and bina das? You know, Malbim style. Each one is a little bit different. But I may be guilty of the same thing. You know, what do you mean? What are you asking God for? In general, maybe because of the work I'm doing right now with the Maimonidean controversies, the, the current lecture series I'm engaged in. So maybe my mind is following along certain lines, but it doesn't matter. Uh, das, right? I understand to mean, you know, broad knowledge and the ability to take all the other things and and, and, and integrate them in a, in, a, in, a, in a good way. A person can be very smart. They could have a, a Chachma. Chachma is usually associated with, not always, usually with the book, book knowledge, you know. And so, I mean, we do say, oh, he has a lot of Chachma. You know, Shalom Melch a lot of Chachma. 
But usually it's associated, you know, with, with a heavy amount of, uh, of, of knowledge. You read a lot, you know, you have Chachmah. I'm talking about old Hebrew, okay? Remember, the, the sitter is put together in the old Hebrew. So what's the Das, and what's the Bina, and all the others? Um, so consider, a person can have a Chachmah, a lot of knowledge, but that doesn't mean, but it could be a turnoff. A father could be a very smart person, be an egghead, be a terrible parent. Because he doesn't know how to, you know, he doesn't have das, right? Which is practical sense of how to take your smarts or whatever you have and use them in constructive ways. Uh, a lot of parents are like that. A lot of friends are like that. I find usually the math and science types are like that. But love dafka. Um, you could have bina, which understanding, but not employ it in a das way. So when you say, give us some das over here, that's a broad kind of knowledge. So that it makes you a successful person in your in your dealings with others. Comes out good for you, comes out good for them. Which is quite a challenge. That's quite something you're asking of God. There's a famous uh, Rambam at the beginning of the Murnavuchim, second chapter, where the Rambam says that he was asked a question by a guy along the following lines about the Adam and Eve story. And after they ate the apple, or what an apple, whatever it was, let's let's call an apple just for aggregate. Right? So after it's all over and Hashem was angry at them, so he says, you know, man will uh, be mortal and and the woman will have childbirth pains, etc. And then it says, um, Man is going to be like us to know Tovarah. And now we better do something and kick him out of Gan Eden. Right? So, um, it sounds like uh, man is pretty impressive. Okay? Uh, the Adam, in other words, is pretty impressive. Let me find exactly where it says it in the Chumash. Um, because it's an important point. I don't have the Mordor Vucham open to me. You know, I have one over here. Well, let me see. The uh, easy one. The the uh, dumbed-down one. And uh, let's see where it would be. Gimel Hay. Here we go. Hanach HaShayu Arum Mikolat Chai Saddam. We all know the story of the snake. And he tells the um, the woman, uh, you know, Hashem is afraid that you shouldn't, is afraid you'll eat the snake. Okay. I mean, you'll eat the apple, but you should do so anyway, as we all know. And the snake says, the Nachash says, Ki Elohim, this is uh, beginning of Bracious 3, 5, chapter 3, verse 5. Ki Elohim, ki biyom achocham imenu, v'nifkuchu yenechem, if you eat from the tree, eats of das, remember you say, atochen elom das, eat from eats of das, then your eyes will open, and you'll end up being like Elohim Yodei Tovarah. What does Elohim mean? Uh, in the Donkel it says, you'll be like angels or great people. Okay? You're not going to be godly. Okay? Rosh says, Yotra Yolamas. In other words, you won't be like God, but you'll be like awesome creatures. And so the guy said like this, uh, the snake says, if you eat the apple, you'll end up knowing Tovarah. And they do. So, it's funny. They have a greater knowledge 
after eating the apple than they had before. It should be they were punished. How come now they got das? Is a reward? Sounds like they, they got a reward for disobeying. That was the question. I'll read to you in, in um, simple uh, rewording. Amar Amachim, Mipshuta Shalmikra Nira, Shekavona Sabar Bibriyasom Hiyas Oisav. It seems from a plain reading of the text that the divine intention was Shodim Kishar Balachim Bli Sechel Bli Machshavu Lo Yachim Mitel Lorah. That man was on a dumb level in the beginning, like an animal. Didn't know Tovarah. Didn't know Tovarah. But when he rebelled and was disobedient by eating from the tree, he increased his intellectual level and he reached a high degree of Shlemus. They should get you know, the ability to reason. Okay? And that, of course, makes you very high. So why should it be that as a result of disobedience, he gets the reward? Okay? Dosia Kusha, these are the words. If I read it in English, I opened the English now. It's so long and boring, it's it's easy to read the Kitzer version I'm reading it. And the Rambam says very typically, Shmas Tokun Shubasenu. I'll give you the answer. Your question is based on a very superficial and fast reading. And you just, from a quick reading, you think you can hop what the Torah means. Save for Shanikin Rosh, a book which is so sublime. Bavorcha Labach Shasa Panai Menashtia Bahamishkal, Kamisha over Al Sifri Misper Divrayaman. You read the story of Adam and Eve when you had nothing better to do in between eating and fornicating, he says. And therefore you figured you know the shot and you're asking these deep questions. But don't be Yishavadasu this morning. Read more carefully, right? It's not the way you thought. And the Rambam goes on to say that originally man was into Emes Vashekar. Before the sin of Adam and Eve, they're like computers. There's Emes and there's Shekar. They didn't know what Tov and Ra is. As the Rambam puts it so nicely, Ha'uvdos nivchanus b'munachi Emes Vashekar. Facts are either true or false. They're not good or bad. But human conduct, they're done by uh, nice or, or not nice, ethical or unethical, good or bad. So they're actually a lower madrega. You understand? When there was a time, so let me put it this way. I'll try to dumb it down as best as I can in the way that I think. If I have the round, I'm wrong. <clears throat> I think I have them right. And what it means like this. Should I do this Avera? Um, anything that tells me to do this over is a shekher. <laughs> because at the end, you know, for a believer, it'll come out bad. So, why would you do the sin? From an Emma shekher point of view, you always reject the sin because it, it represents shekher. But Tovarah is a different story. Something can seem good even when it isn't. As the Rambam says, based on social conventions, you asked me what does Rambam mean when he said based on social conventions, there was a time in American culture when gay was bad or ugly, and now it's good and beautiful. Social conventions have changed, right? Part of the uh, the cultural evolving of American culture before our very eyes. So, um, 
before the sin of Adam and Eve, they thought Nemes Meshachar. Afterwards, they thought in terms of Tovarot, which is a demotion. A demotion. That's what he told the guy. Right? So, turns out, as I understand it, you're asking to have a, first of all, you want regular IQ, but second of all, you want the type of discerning knowledge in which will enable you to follow better the MS Shekhar line than the Tovara line. That's not so easy. That requires a great deal of, uh, of thought. Uh, frankly, you can't manage this successfully without divine aid. That's the meaning of the chapter, of the paragraph. Like I said before, a parent wants to do right by the kids, but can screw it up. You want to do right by your friends, but you can mess it over. Uh, you can do, you know, because you didn't think a lot, okay? Uh, you ask for Chachma Vinavadas. These are types of knowledge which constitute the uh, ingredients in the Choland called Das. Right? Uh, that's how I see it. Chachma, you have to have, of course, you know, um, the information, the book learning, as we say before, the wisdom mean that, that comes from from those with experience, which is what which is what you find in books. It's the wisdom from the experience. Basically, you look what worked in the past, what didn't work in the past. You see, people acted this in this way, didn't turn out good. People acted that way, turned out good. Right? Happy ending. Uh, the past is never exactly repeated, but nevertheless, parts of it certainly are. And this, this is the wisdom of history, you know, as you try to learn from mistakes of the past. And also to copy what worked. Best practices, they call it today. But you need the Bina and the Das. You need the Chachma and the Bina together. Because you have to have the Bina, which is understand, you know, how, how it'll affect the other person more deeply. And then hopefully you'll have the Das. So the person who doesn't have, I don't want to use the word common sense. But I am. The person who doesn't see that all their clever and wise things are going to lead to a situation where things will be worse than they were before, that's you're lacking the dust. Um, should you, I mean, let's put it this way. Something pops up in shul. Should you make a fight out of it? Should you not make a fight out of it? Once in a while, you should. But most of the time, you shouldn't. Uh... That requires a cheshmaning. Atachonin lom das. You gave with favor to das. Notice the ability I just described, the das, which is to take it all and, and to integrate it and come out with a useful product, we say atachonin. Chonin, of course, as everybody knows, is a divine favor. In other words, God endows man, or you pray to be endowed, with this kind of das. It sounds like you wouldn't get it on your own. You can acquire Chachma, so to speak, on your own by reading a lot uh, or whatever, you know, acquiring information. You can, I guess, get Bina. I don't know. I think some people have it and some don't. But a, but, but a person who observes other people and things, can, I think, can get Bina. So when you say, I want Bina, understanding, you know, understand what's going on inside the other person, a smart and observant person can get the Bina. But that doesn't mean you know how to how to deploy them correctly. That doesn't mean you know how to do it. Think of your spouse, for example. 
you know, sometimes you'll say something, the whole thing will blow up, and it's not what you had in mind in the first place. And then when you look back, you think, you know, now I see why it happened. I should have been on guard for this, that, and the other, and the whole thing was unnecessary. You know, sometimes fights are necessary, but usually they're not. That's what I mean. You go by the rove. Ruba to Ruba. Most of the time, if you have the DAS, you know, you'll know how to run things in a way that'll be the most conflict-free and the most constructive, right? I think you know, it's a truism. Certain types of relationships, if you just get in a quarrel with them, it's not going to work. Because you'll, you know, you'll say your position, the other one will, will get, uh, what's the right word, you know, blowback or rigid. The whole thing won't come out. But if you wait for the right moment, right opportunity, present a different type of argument that the other person might accept, then it will. Then it'll have a positive result. This approach, you know, is the real life wisdom. And that's what I understand Das to be. That's what I have in mind when I pray. Uh, this prayer. You know, you want Chachma Bina Vadas, you want Deya Bina Vahaskil. Haskil is a little bit different, rational faculty. But it doesn't matter. A person can have a Haskil, can have a rational faculty, and still screw up his personal relationships. We see it all the time. He can still make himself obnoxious at work. We see it all the time. He's like, I guess the guy's not an idiot, right? You know, he. He, he's not insane. Yeah, but you want to know something? He wrecked everything all around him. See, why did he wreck everything all around him? And he felt in Das. See, he didn't see the big picture. No, when the whole, when the full, and when to let things go. Uh, I would say in general, most people that have their first kid after they make mistakes. It's a natural. They have no experience. They didn't deploy Das. Uh, they might have deployed Chachma. They might have gone to a lot of Shurim and read a lot of stuff about parenting or not. Right? There might even be Bino, which you can see what the kid's thinking or you know, the spouse is thinking, all the rest of it. But by the time it was over, you said the wrong thing at the Shabbos table. You said the wrong thing at the breakfast table. You didn't do the right thing by the carpool. You didn't do the right thing, you know, with this, that, and the other. This is a Das. It's, it's, therefore, it's the ingredient for success and interpersonal relationships, you know, anything involving interpersonal relationships, which require, you know, the dust. Now, it's not only in interpersonal relationships. So, for example, if, if you have leadership uh, of a country, right, the das is rare, right? You know, to lead a country to know when to go to war and when not to go to war, when to take this economic step and when not to take the economic step. To do all the calculations of the chesh bonus, and then when it's all over, you employ the das, right? So a leader of a country wants to know whether to take some kind of economic measure. He can get all the PhDs in economics in there, and they'll tell him what the laws of economics will say. But he might know something about the particular culture of that group of that country. He'll have intuition or whatever, and he'll be say, "This is not a good idea for this group at this time," right? But rather, we have to find another solution, and maybe that'll work. And if it doesn't work, it'll at least ameliorate the situation. Ameliorations of situations is is quite a big thing. Uh, we're trained. The math and science in us tells you, no, situations have to be solved. It's actually not true. Most situations are not solved. Uh, most situations are either successfully managed or not. That's a different mindset. It's a force I understand. That's the DAS. 
right? Now, I know there are other ways of talking about Das and Torah and all the rest of it, but the way you see it in Chazal and in a lot of places, that's why you understand Das. That's why they say a person doesn't have Das, you know? You're going around, I mean, the guy's bad news. Could be a girl, too. Is it bad news? They, they, they know how to get dressed, they know how to work, they know how to eat, they know how to perform, but they don't have any Das. You see? And therefore, they, it somehow it doesn't come together in them. I know plenty of educated people, and so do you. And they have their degrees and all the rest of it, and they are masters of a field or another. And they might be, another person might be great in sports, all the rest of it. You don't want to be around them. <laughs> right? It's the bad news. Why? There's no das. Right? There's no das. Uh, it, it, the kind of quality I'm talking about is something we associate with Asperger's or something like that. It's, 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 that's what you mean. It's not a das. person can be very bright and many of them are. As far as the the, bright, the intellectually bright is concerned, but they'll say things, they'll act in certain ways. Is that's the concern of das? Maybe that's the best way of looking at it. Um, that's a tall order, right? You're asking a lot because um, you can be smart and successful and all the rest of it, but you can be real eternal on the others around you. The relationships might not be great. And at the end of the day, most of life is relationships. Don't you agree? Uh, if your relationships are in sync or in line, then you just have regular ups and downs. The person, he or she, doesn't have the relationships well, that's a lonely business. Right? That's a lonely life. And um, sometimes they can't see past that. I know people, and so do you, who, for example, have family histories in which there'll be some kind of thing that happened in the past and becomes so big, it becomes the dominating things in a person's life, and the person cannot see that this is actually, you don't have the das, you understand? You don't see, this is really preventing me from, because i got to move past it, to having a good life, and not letting this thing play such a central role in my consciousness. Uh, think of a person dating. If you don't have das, you don't understand what to hold and what to fold, what to be mavataron, what not to be mavataron. If somebody tells you you might need to change the way you do this, that, and the other, they can't change because they don't have the dust. They could be a chachman, it could be a doctor or a lawyer. I see it and you see it. could be, a you know, someone who obviously has the IQ, the chachman they have, even the bina, right? But the dust they don't have. You see? To sit back and say, you know, this ain't working. Let me try something alternative. And even if it comes out of my comfort zone, but I see from my DAS perspective that in this in this area, I have to move out of my comfort zone if I want to have the ultimate uh, uh, benefit out of this. You know what book is written along these lines? Kohelis. At least that's the way I read Kohelis. I mean, he's all the time talking about, you know, have you set the right goal and are you pursuing it? And is it a pursuable goal? Or is it a futile goal that even if you get it, it won't bring you a simcha? You know, and by the time it's all over, you say, have a lot of volume. The person is having a vulnerable said he didn't conduct their life with Das. Now, it's very funny. Shlomo uh, Melchus is one of Rikohelis. Shlomo Melchus is usually associated with a tremendous Chachmah. Right? Uh, obviously. But he himself says, you know, I had problems with the Das department, which is shocking. And I was never happy. And I tried all kinds of different things and it didn't work. You know what Kohelis is about, right? Now, how can somebody with such a big IQ 
and he had the life of Riley, you know, his own, you know, unlimited checkbook and million wives and all the rest of it. And Nick Gwynn das. I mean, honestly speaking, a thousand wives, there's no das in that. See? There's no das. I know he had a cheshwin. Cheshwin is what messes you up. Because at no time did he step back and say, after all the cheshmonas, a thousand wives is nuts. You know what I'm saying? He himself says, Isha achas me He says it, you know. This is crazy. It means you don't have any relationship. You understand? You don't have any relationship. So what did you get married for? Right? Or just have kids? Okay, then you go through life quote-unquote lonely. So it's funny. The person who can have anything, uh, can do anything, and can be with whoever he wants, is lonely. Right? That's what we understand the task. So it sounds, so it's a tall order. Because you're really asking God, we say, you know, let me make the right choices. Let me know what to be Mavataron and what not to be Mavataron. Let me know who to be friendly with, who not to be friendly with. These are not so easy. And frankly, if there's a feel about that, it, it sounds like you can't do it on your own. And to be successful in this way, don't make the mistake of the Kochi Biotsim Yoli just because I'm a rich guy here or I'm a successful guy in the practice there or I'm good in this thing or in that thing. It doesn't equal Das. Okay? Das equals if you have, as I said before, you have like a happy life. Your relationships are in order. The other things in life are in order. That's a different story. You don't meet, I mean, there are some like that, of course, but you don't meet that many people like that. Uh, usually you meet somebody who's a, I'm talking about the, the successful ones. There's a, Accomplished professionally, accomplished in business, maybe accomplished in Torah. Look, you could be a big time Chacham and have lousy relationships. I've seen it all the time in Soviet. Correct? You can be a go a Adir and mess up with your kids. That we see all the time. Right? We even say this about Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, you know, it's, it, it can, David HaMelech. So you can be great and great and great, but, you know, when it's all over, you look back and say, oh, I made a wreck of this. And made a train wreck of that, and I messed this up. What happened to the das? Right now, again, hindsight is twenty twenty. You're praying to God. No, don't let me wait for the twenty twenty hindsight. Give me the twenty twenty foresight. Right? Give me the twenty twenty foresight. So when you say atochenim das, I think you are asking for twenty twenty foresight. Um, I think that that's a better way, in my opinion. That's all I can ever do. To approach this and trying to find the etymological roots and differences of the of the synonyms, yes, the, the Seamus Nerdufam, like the the Malbim style or something like that, because it doesn't matter. It's clear the the das is the is is the grand uh, tying it together, and you know something. Um, I haven't worked this through in my own head, but if Adam and Eve are looking for it's a das. I mean, um, maybe they're maybe they're looking for that, you know. Maybe they're looking for the happiness. I don't. I don't know. That's a speculation. But I know when you're davening and you say Chanemi Chodevim Haskil or Chachmi Yivadas, you're asking, you know, to build your life as a Mishkan. That requires a lot of Siyata Dishma. At least that's what I think. And with that, I wish you a good week. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com.